intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Plan, and this will be part three of our eight-part series dealing with uh, quarterbacks going into next offseason and kind of predictions for them and for the team. Um, joining us once again, and hopefully for the rest of the series, is Benny Gilligan here back with us to discuss AFC North quarterbacks today, and this this should be a fun one. And uh, I'm I'm ready, Benny. You good? <laughs> Doing well. I'm Michael. Happy to be here. Of course, of course. All right, let's dive right in. And I think I think it would be it would be unfair. I think it'd be a little. I think it'd be a little. I'd be throwing a little shade if we didn't start with our MV, MVP and the cover of Madden 21, Mister Lamar Jackson. Um, obviously, an absolute stud with his legs. Um, you know, Benny. Obviously, you know, last season MVP. I mean, is is there? I mean, can he reach? Does he have more potential? Does he have more? Does he have more to prove? I think he does. What about you? I think he's plenty to prove because people saw that you know playoff game against the Titans and they think, "Wow, this guy can do well with his legs." But first of all, he can't play from behind. He's never really proved to be able to play from behind, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what he couldn't do in the Titans game. And also, he can't throw down the field ten plus yards every play in the pocket. Right. You know, he's most effective when he's outside the pocket, and he can't succeed as a pure pocket passer yet. Yes. But the thing is, I remember against the Chargers in the wildcard round two years ago, they employed this really weird mm-hmm. you know, strategy where they had six defensive backs on the field at all times, and they really shut down the run. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought, you know, oh, the Chargers have Lamar Jackson figured out, and next year Lamar is going to struggle immensely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then he came back and he improved in the offseason, right. and it was the league MVP. I think Lamar is a really motivated guy. He's clearly taken a ton of steps as a passer, just in terms of improvement. I, I would he agree with led that. the league last year in passing touchdowns from the pocket last oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. So I expect Lamar to come back and, and I, I think he can set right. the NFL on fire once again, right. As he did this year. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Um, I think I think here's my, here my. I mean, obviously, first episode I did on this podcast was about Lamar. Um, I was jeez, I was such. I was a long time ago. Um, in my thoughts, January, man. Yeah, January. I think my thoughts have remained largely the same. And and obviously his running ability is unparalleled in the league today. I mean, he is the best running quarterback in the league today. Um, for sure, I'd, I'd say in it, like in history. Um, in between him and Mike Vick, I think that I don't I don't know who's better. I think Mike, well, Mike Vick, Vick himself admitted that Lamar is a better runner. Than right. Himself. So I think I Lamar. Think I think Lamar is definitely the better runner. I think he's also a little bit smarter than Mike Vick, which will help his longevity in his career. Um, however, in terms of the passing game, and I've, I, from what I've seen, um, based on based on some film, based on watching some of his games, um, I still would rank Mike Vick as a better passer as of right now. That's not to say that Lamar won't become a better passer. I just think that as of right now, Lamar is more. Um, He's not as dynamic as Mike Vick was. And, and what I mean well, by that... Mike Vick certainly had a lot more arm talent. And right. know, Lamar can launch the ball 60, field, 60 yards on the field every right. play. And that's something Vick could do. He had tremendous arm talent. Right. My concern with Lamar is his his arm talent was... It, between, between his first season and his second season, greatly, greatly improved. However, 
I would say that his arm talent, like across the board in the league, is about average, maybe a little bit below average. In the I'd league. agree, but if you pair that with his, well, if his you pair that with his running ability, right. that's where you get right. The best, yeah, he's incredible. He's the best in the um, but my my criticism, I guess, with Lamar is, if that team really really wants to win, right? Either one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to have to win within the next couple of years, or Lamar is going to have to develop a much better arm. And the reason why I say ne- next couple of years is because obviously Lamar is still on his rookie contract, right? As as he as he should be. Um, but once he's off of that, he's going to ask for a lot of money. Remember, he was the thirty second pick in the draft, so they're not paying him that much right now, anyways. Well, first round picks do make the most of any players in the draft, but still I understand. Right, saying, right. So, so what I'm saying is, is, and it's the same issue that I have with the Chiefs as well, right? Like the Chiefs are, don't get me wrong, I love Patrick Mahomes. I think the team is incredible. But the problem I see is that when Patrick Mahomes asks for the big bucks, when he asks for $50 million a year, which I think he deserves because he's he's a stud and, and best arm talent in the league, um, you know, a bar none, I think. Maybe ever. Maybe yeah. ever. Um Lamar Jackson, in terms of cap space, um, he's going to be asking for money, and that's going to take a hit. And he's going to take a hit on offense or defense. Like it's either going to be one of the two. Um, yeah. And their defense is obviously solid. Uh, Ravens' defense has always been solid. I think that they. Yeah, have, I think it's. I mean, they have tremendous personnel. Right. Actually, their defense was one of the best in the league. Right. Especially and, and the, off, the Marcus Peters. Right. And offensively, I think that they have actually. They, I mean, their tight end group is is really really solid. Obviously, they have Boyle, Hurst end up leaving. They have Mark Andrews who. I think is one of the best tight ends in the league. They have Hollywood Brown, who I think is 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 an up and coming. Like he he could he could also, uh, Hollywood Brown. Right. should be taken into account. He he performed at a high level last year. Right, as with, a rookie, like yeah. freaking screwing his ankle. Right, you know, he's yeah, injured the entire season. Um, you know, Ravens' offensive line is superb. Mark Ingram. Um, but when Lamar asks for more money, some of those pieces are going to fall. Right, the defense yeah. might not be. I mean, as there is good. a question in the right. modern NFL as to like. When your QB takes up thirty percent of the cap space, can you build, you know, a, a deep roster? Right. And I mean, it's really tough, especially you know, defensively. Like, if you have one hole, you can have a great pass right. rush. But if you have bad corners, that's going to be exposed by a right. good QB. So you need to be so complete on defense right. to really succeed. Right. Exactly. One hundred percent. So my my ultimate thoughts on Lamar and kind of the Ravens is the Ravens' success. I think is dependent on on Lamar. Right. And not not necessarily on his throwing ability. I don't think I don't think those two are directly connected. But I do think that there is a relationship. Um, I think that in games where the Ravens are the better team, Lamar, it, it's really not a factor whether Lamar is is an, an incredible passer versus a, a decent passer. Like that's really not going to make a difference because the Ravens are going to stomp over every team. But in games that are are bigger games, like playoff games, or in games where the other team is as good as the Ravens. Um, I think that, that Lamar, rarely does happen. Just to, just to be fair, right, right, that rarely happens. And and let's be fair about that. That rarely happens that we'll see a team that's as good as the Ravens or better. Um, Lamar's throwing ability becomes a focal point because I think in this upcoming season, teams are gonna say to Lamar, "We're not gonna let you run all over us like you did last season." Right? They're gonna make him throw. They're gonna well, say, "I mean, that's easy to say. We're not gonna let you run all over." Us. Well, they're gonna they're gonna yeah, try to do that. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna. I'm not saying they're going to achieve in their goal, but I'm saying they're going to attempt to try and do that. That's yeah, but they've been attempting right. to do that ever since you entered the NFL, and they've terribly failed. That's that. I mean, that's fair. But then again, he hasn't been in the NFL that long, right? 
Yeah, but two years is well. Well, hold on, hold on. Well, well, hold on. He came in halfway through the season, in his first season, and he wasn't as effective as he was going into this season. They've had one full. They they had going into this season. They had eight games of tape on him, and then you know throughout the season they had more tape. So I think that this season will really determine whether like whether defenses can adjust or not. Because Lamar, because Lamar, you know his ability will surely be tested if because defenses are going to be when they play him. Again, I, I think, I'll, say, I'll say this much. When you're in a tie game and when the Ravens are leading, I really don't think there's any way to contain Lamar Jackson. In right. fact, when he was asked the other day uh, by a Bleacher Report reporter um, about mm-hmm. how can one con- contain Lamar Jackson, he said simply you can't. And I think that's very much true when they're tied or leading. Unfortunately, when they're behind, you can't run the ball every down. Right. I mean, well, because time down, becomes an issue. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you have, you have right. to stay in the pocket. And, and so I watched... You have to launch I, down the right, field. Right. And the question is, can he do that consistently? In the mm-hmm. Titans game, he couldn't. Right. I, so I watched the whole Titans game because I, I was... I'm First off, I'm a Patriots fan. I was very interested to see the Titans and obviously huge Ryan Tannehill fan, so I wanted to see him succeed. Um, and to my amusement, they actually did succeed. Um, and watching Lamar um, in his second playoff game ever... Um, and, and I don't want it to become a trend that Lamar's terrible in playoff games because I don't think that's fair to say yet. I think I think he's played two uh, two playoff games. Like let's not write him so hard on that. Um, I, I don't think I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, but when they made him throw, he threw what fifty times in that game, forty something, sixty times? actually, 60, sixty times. Now Same. he had, he had two interceptions. One of the interceptions was a terrible throw by him. Right, just not well, okay, the first interception was a sort of drop by Mark Andrews. Right. And the second one, was that outside the numbers? Well, hold on, hold on. That that drop, I, and I want to touch on that for a second. Because I was watching that. Now, Mark Andrews should have caught the ball. I believe he should have caught the ball. But the ball was high. Let's be fair. The ball was not... Sure, the ball was high. Lamar, one problem he has in the pocket, this is very, very specific. So I don't want to... Too much. Go ahead, it's fine. It's very toasty in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he steps up unnecessarily. And that can affect his throwing motion sometimes. Right. That's what I saw in that play. Just watching the all twenty-two, right? And the ball was a little bit high, but if Mark Andrews is a top five tight end, supposedly he should a hundred percent catch that. Right. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, but bottom line for me is, I think the Ravens are again. I think they're. I think they're one of the best teams in the AFC. I mean, them, the Chiefs. I mean, I don't really see another team that's going to be competitive as competitive as them. Maybe. I mean, I. I don't know. Those teams have so much talent that it's hard for me to see another team that's going to compete very at, at the same caliber as that on a consistent basis. I would agree. Um, yeah. I think Ravens, I don't think they'll be the one seed just because I think that their division has definitely gotten stronger over the offseason. They, they'd probably, in my eyes, they had one of the weakest divisions in the NFL last year, maybe the weakest. Um, so I, 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 I would say they're probably going to be the second seed. Maybe they drop down to the third seed. Maybe I'm not, I'm not again, maybe they drop, but they'll make the playoffs um, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think they'll probably end up making it to the, maybe the championship. Um, but I think, I think if Lamar doesn't win this next playoff game that he plays, or if he doesn't get to the playoffs, but if he loses the next playoff game, he plays this upcoming season. Um, I think then it's fair to ask some more questions about his playoff ability, but right now I don't think it's fair Two games. I would say so certainly, but I mean, you didn't see guys like Peyton Manning have much postseason success in their first couple of years. That's fair. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, actually, I'm coming, with a, coming here with a hot take, Michael. I think the Ravens, they're my early Super Bowl pick. I think their roster is so complete. Just not even like talking about Lamar Jackson on the defensive side of the ball. That's true. Defensively, they're the far stronger than the Chiefs. 
I, I, yeah. No, I think they're far stronger than really any team in the NFL. Right. I mean, their secondary is arguably the best with two lockdown corners in Humphrey and Peters. That's I mean, true. Earl Thomas. Yeah. It's insane. And then they think yeah. of Patrick Queen as a linebacker. He'll be very, very good as a yeah. linebacker. You're right. I don't know. Um, I, Ravens team to beat, I guess, this year. I, I would I say. Plays Campbell. I like their defense, man. Good mm-hmm. pass rush, good secondary. So yeah. complete all around. All right. Let's move on to a team that had far less success last year, and that would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, Burrow. Well, you know, initial thoughts, Benny. Well, I mean, from what we saw last year, Joe Burrow is a certified baller. Yes. What can you what can you say more? I mean, Joe Burrow and look, I think Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati was look, I think their record was worse than the team they actually were last year. Uh, I think that they played uh, I don't know about that one. I, I would say so because I think they played a lot of close games and watching some of their games, they actually looked decent. They didn't look terrible. Um I'm not saying they were good, um, but they weren't able to close out games. Uh, they had a close game against the Seahawks early in the season. Um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, look, I think the Bengals weren't good. I just think that they were better than like, what were they? Three and 13, two and 14, two, two and 14. Right. I think they were more like a, a, maybe a four and 12 or a five and 11. Not, not again, not much different there, not much different, but I, I think, I think they were slightly better. Um, you know, I think Burrow's success this upcoming season, I think the defense is going to be okay. I don't think it's going to be. A huge liability. I don't think it's going to be a star sort of defense either. I think it's just going to be. By no means. Right. I think I mean, it's probably going to. I think it's probably going to let up there. between twenty and and twenty five, twenty eight points consistently, which which isn't a lot, but isn't you know isn't isn't a star sort of defense. I think I, I do think it's a better defense than people think, especially in right. terms of the past. They've had I mean, some good additions. This, yeah. The they've had, really they had some nice cornerback additions as well. Um, but I think Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, that really took took away the entire Viking secondary. Right. I think that Joe Burrow's success kind of relies on two things: um, AJ Green, whether he stays healthy or not. Um, because I I love John Ross, but I don't know if John Ross is a number one receiver yet. He might be. Well, no, no, but future. he wouldn't be number one receiver. Tyler Boyd would be. Right. Right. Sorry. Right. Yeah. That, what I'm saying is, I th- I think that Tyler Boyd and John Ross are very good, but I don't think either of them are quality one and two receivers. I think, you know, I think that Boyd's a great number two, and I think that Ross well, I, is an incredible I, I, I think, I think um, T. Higgins would probably end up being the number two receiver. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I think that Burrow's success is dependent on, you know, the health of A.J. Green um, and the offensive line because that directly relates to the run game. I think that the Bengals have an opportunity to have a very good run game with Joe Mixon. So I think that, um, you know, I think that um, I'm, I, I don't think they have much of an opportunity simply because the offensive line has so little talent and they did so little to address over right. the offseason and it was so freaking bad last right. year. I, I think I, where they do yeah. have, I mean, they have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball in terms of the skill position players. I mean, you've four or so like pretty good wide receivers with mm-hmm. like a superstar in AJ Green mm-hmm. and Joe Mixon is a tremendous running back who succeeded despite a porous offensive line. The question is, will Joe Mixon have holes to actually run through? And will Joe Good Burrow question. have more than a millisecond to throw to his receiver? Um, you know, and and obviously Zach Taylor enters his second year. Um, I think the Bengals are probably like a maybe a six and ten team. Maybe they get seven wins. Mae they get five wins. I definitely see Joe improvement. Burrow is so good that I can see them surprising people. But I mean, that's just right. not a, a, a roster that's right. built to right. really make it to the playoffs. Right. I don't think they're a playoff team this upcoming season. Obviously, and also because of their division, which I think is in, is a tough division, um, or at least can be. Um, let's move on to the Steelers. Um, 
I mean, we, we're not going to spend that much time on the Steelers because I don't know how much there is to say about the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, I'll say that. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much there is to say because he didn't play all, all pretty much at all last season. I don't, I'm not going to take the couple games that he played injured as 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 face value, right? Like, yeah, I'm, but we do have like 13 years of tape on him. Sure. I, look, I think that I think I think Big Ben. I mean, I think he's still got gas in the tank. Of course, um, he's obviously a smart quarterback. He's played in the league for a long time. Um, but I would say the league has changed dramatically over last year. Um, what I mean by that is, is, and, I, and I've said this po- podcast after podcast after podcast, and Benny's probably tired of me saying it, but the league has changed fundamentally from being a pocket passing to being outside the pocket passer. Like that's the, the, the biggest change. Well, I understand the point you're making, but I don't think that applies to Ben Roethlisberger. No, ben I don't think it applies. Hold on, hold on. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Outside the pocket passing has become far more effective. I'm not saying that there there's still a place for pocket passers. I believe wholeheartedly and 100. But Ben Roethlisberger isn't a pure pocket passer, right? But what I'm saying is he's what I'm saying is he isn't a pure pocket passer, but he is getting older and with the significant injury of last year, um, I don't know how much how much moving he's going to be able to do outside of the pocket. Um, and, and I'm not saying well, that what we saw in his last NFL season, his last full NFL season, is he had more yards than Patrick Mahomes and 34 touchdowns. So that's obviously a good sign, right? And what he could do that season, I, I saw him bounce off of sacks routinely. Oh what yeah, he he's do. he's a big guy. I think that there's look. I think Pittsburgh. Look, we saw it last year. I mean, Pittsburgh went what seven and nine, right? Without him, I think that last year. Yeah, I I, I think that they're I think that eight, they're. Eight. I think they're probably yeah eight and nine. I think they're definitely a ten win team, maybe an eleven win team. Maybe they sneak twelve, because um, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, they were winning games with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. I think that they can win more games this season, the last season, just because of Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you know, obviously Juju Smith Schuster. Um, you know, had a bit of a had, a had a bit of a slump. I think that's virtue of the bad quarterbacks. Um, I think that the offensive line of the Steelers is really good. Um, and I think that again, I think they're wild card team. Um, but maybe look for some upsets in the first round in the wild card. I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, well, I, I, I wouldn't. I think surprised. they can be a dark horse. But I don't know if they're going to win this division, but they can certainly get 11, 12 wins. Oh, definitely a dark horse. So good. I, right. And yeah. I think Ben Roethlisberger can really fuel this offense. I think he's really capable. Ben Roethlisberger is more than it's, capable of quarterback. I mean, the only question is in terms of like how good is our skill position players going to be. I don't know if Juju's the a bona fide number one wide receiver yet. He's a very good two, number two wide receiver. Right. Produce at a high level behind Antonio Brown. But what's he going to do when, you know, right. teams are jumping? It's him? difficult to gauge that because, again, Ben Roethlisberger didn't play last season and, and Juju was playing with, you know, terrible quarterbacks. But he, he, even so, he had like the third most receiving yards on his team. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting. I think the Steelers – or I, I think they'll definitely have more wins the last season. I think they'll probably make the playoffs as a wild card. I mean, they could sneak the division um, for sure, um, and you never know. The Steelers are always in it. I feel like they're always they're always one of those teams that's. Very, I mean, Art Rooney's done a great job with this organization for however many years he's, he's <laughs> yeah. been in charge. Of it. One of the best organizations in 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 football, um, and I think that there, I think honestly that there's there's a lot there, um, but you know I, I don't know how much I, again. I think Ben Roethlisberger um, bounce back season obviously. Um, and if he stays healthy, look for them to make the playoffs again. I, I would. I would expect them to make the playoffs if Ben stays healthy. I'd agree there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the final team. And and a team that 
man, they just, I mean, I did a whole episode on their failures, so that should just tell you how I feel about them. The Browns, um, God, they, you know, last year was really their chance to make the playoffs with kind of a... Well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, they're very skill-position players, but that defense, I mean, was not very good, and the offensive line was one of the worst in the league when it came to pass protection. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I expected them to make the playoffs based off of the hype from the previous season. That's but kind Michael, of, you can't you can't be listening to media narratives. The hype. Well, but there was so, the but the problem there. was that there was so much hype. That's what I'm saying. There was so much hype that the Browns were going to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, you have to look past that though. You have to watch the tape, right? You have to but look the at that but, roster, see that the offensive right. line is absolute dog shit. Right, but they ended up fi- finishing worse than the previous season. Is is yeah? Because the previous season they actually had a good offensive line. Right. They gave up their best offensive line. I don't the know. Giants, the OBJ trade. My concern is that. I don't know. I think that the Browns are the third best team in this division. I don't know if that gets them a playoff spot. You know, this year it might. There's seven. Te- there's seven playoff teams. Um, but you know, the Steelers and Ravens are going to be tough, tough games, home and away. Um, that much is true. I think if they're in any other division, I would actually would expect them to be a playoff team. I still do expect them to be like a wild card team, maybe. But still, very, very difficult in this. Division. Right. I really like the way they, in which they improved the offensive line this season. This offseason, right. rather. They picked up um, Jack Conklin from the Titans, who's one mm-hmm. of the best uh, tackles in the league. Um, and, yeah. and, I mean, their tackles last year, who, who were they? I mean, Greg Robinson and... Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, was, I was unaware of their tackles. But I guess yeah, my I concern mean, was, to be aware of is, did they... And, and dra- then obviously in the draft, they picked up right. my favorite tackle, interest and worse. I, mm-hmm. I mean, they completely rebuilt... I don't know. I feel, like they I feel like they could have... Um, my my least favorite move was the Austin Hooper move, and I'll t- and I'll tell you why. I look, I, it's nothing against Austin Hooper. I just think they way overpaid him. I think Austin Hooper is a great tight well, end. I mean, that's fair, but I think a really good number one tight end is essential to the um, Kevin Stefanski offense. I mean, they used so many t- two tight end sets last year in Minnesota. I agree. I mean, they wanted but, the same, but end. they did have David and Joku. Like I feel like I and I'm not saying he's a guy. Yeah, who do they have? Name. You know, name the Browns' third tight end, Michael. But they I could, could, but they could have gone out there and gotten. No, no, no really. Who, who's the third tight end? For I, the I don't know. Harrison Bryant, rookie. Right, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they, they didn't have to go out there and get a star-studded tight end. They could have gotten one for. I think they do. I think it's necessary. And they I don't know. I offense. think they're way overpaid. I think that their offense is too. It's it's like almost overpowered, and what I mean by that is they have that's David and Joku. They have Austin Hooper. They have. Landry, they have Odell, they have Nick Chubb, they have, I mean, they have... Uh, Cream Hunt. Right, Cream Hunt. Problem is, you know, will Baker be able to carry the load? And that's... and that's, Well, I, 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 what's good is I don't think you'll have to carry much of a load. Because in Kevin Sansi's offense, they're going to be running it, like, first right. and second down. I don't know. I have criticisms of Kevin Stefanski's offense, though. I think that... in And I actually think that the Kevin Stefanski hire is a great matchup hire. I mean, if we look at the two teams... Both have two great running backs. Um, two. Great I, I don't know if I call Alexander Madison a great running back, but certainly sure. I mean, I think. I think. I think he had potential. Are better than Dalvin Cook. They're both better than Dalvin Cook, in my opinion. Who? Uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Are oh, I would say Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is better than both of them. I would uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, I Nick Chubb's the best pure runner in the, in the NFL. I, I think Dalvin Cook is a better running back. I, my personal opinion, but that's BS. Oh. I, I, I think he's I think, a better receiving running back than me. I think Nick Dalvin Chubb. Cook is a better running back, like terms and Nick Chubb. of of what a running back is than Nick Chubb. I, I do, and and 
I'm not ashamed to say. He's I more think versatile than they have. Nick Chubb is like, I mean, him and Derrick Henry are the best pure runners in the NFL. Okay, sure. I mean, but but what Ralph I'm saying is, uh, uh, the offense is a full season in three years in the NFL. The offenses are very very similar. Is what I'm saying. You both I have think the Cleveland Browns offense is a lot better. Well, no, in terms of in terms of positions, though, like both have two yeah, really I, good I, I, wide at, saying, or wide receivers. Position, position basis. Right. I, think I don't think I don't think I don't think I don't. But however, I don't think that. Baker is better than Kirk. I think Kirk is far better. Oh, than I would Baker. agree. But I think what what Kevin Stefanski is going to do is he's going to put Baker in very favorable positions. Right, a lot of play action. He's going to be playing under center. He's going to be playing like play action, mm-hmm. and that's where Baker succeeded the most in short passing yeah. game, passing plays that don't take it too long to too long to develop. That's the problem with the Freddie Kitchens offense. Is Baker played in the shotgun too much? He was uncomfortable with that footwork wise. Well, I mean, you know, here's my concern. The passing plays took a long time right. to develop, and the offensive line couldn't hold up. Right, Baker needs to have a good season this season. They need the Browns need to have a winning record this season. I think, I mean, you know, my, you know, Baker's had three different head coaches already, which is just a it's just a lot for a young quarterback. Um, he needs to have a winning season for confidence, but also, you know, I mean, I feel like he has a lot of the tools, right? On offense at this point, I feel like this season. At this point, yes. Last year, I think it would be a, a stretch. Just this this season, he is set up for success, right? There is no. I would agree. No questions about that. I think that the defense is in a solid place. I'm not saying it's incredible. Um, I'm not saying. I, look, I'm not, and I'm not saying they're going to win every game, but they have to be competitive in in like every single game. You know, uh, they have to be. Um, I I have my reservations about Baker. Um, I really don't think he's that good. I I think he's. I think. Uh, okay. He's had one bad season. He's had like three tremendous collegiate seasons and one of the best rookie seasons. I I, I really I really don't think he's that good. Um, well, can you provide reasoning, Michael? Okay, I, I, I sure I can provide reasoning. I just I think he, I think he makes too many mistakes. Um, I haven't seen the growth in the quarterback both in both in leadership and in in like actually playing. Now, to be fair, he was under Freddie Kitchens, which is pretty difficult to play under. But I think that you know with yeah, so that, that, with that, Odell with Odell Jesus. and Landry. And a good running offense, you should still be able to succeed. Because I don't think seven, Kevin Stefanski is all that good. I don't. I really don't. I, I was watching his play calls because I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan. Well, not a Vikings fan. I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. I mean, I really. I mean, and maybe maybe it's a lot of Mike Zimmer. Maybe it's Kevin Stefanski. I don't really know. Mike Zimmer's a defensive coach, Michael. You should know that. Well, I know he's. he's a, I know he's a defensive coach, but I don't know how much input he had into the offensive play calling. I'm not. I'm not saying very little. I, I don't think he had very little. But my criticism is that. With a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, someone who has a great arm talent, at least I think great arm talent, they didn't and he utilize like that one enough. of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, right. I, but I don't. I don't think they use that enough, and I think that's ultimately why they yeah, lost that. Used that enough. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL statistically. Statistically, no, but what I'm saying is they didn't. They still didn't utilize it enough in in that Niners game. They didn't use it enough. They relied too I mean, heavily who on the, the Niners. Though. I mean, there there are no teams that match up like with the Niners. I, I honestly, honestly, I think I think teams. that. With a different play calling, I think that the Vikings would have had a better chance. I'm not saying they win, but it would have been a much, much closer game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers couldn't do shit versus the Sephardians. Right, but Aaron Rodgers had no support staff. He had, not, he had Devontae Adams and. Really, no one besides the Chief could really do anything against the 49ers. No. Or, I mean, the Seahawks, yeah. maybe. That's a separate conversation. I Look, I think. I think that this is. I mean, they beat the Saints in the playoffs. This I mean, the Saints are probably right. the most well-built roster in the NFL. This is a ma- they're up there. right. This is a make-or-break year for Baker. I think. And I think, and I think that that's true. I think if Baker struggles again this year, I think that then there's cause for concern. I personally, I think, I think he will struggle. Sure, I agree there. I think he will struggle, and you know, maybe many people don't, and that's fine. Now, this is my opinion. 
Um, but I just don't think you produce all on the basis to really back up your opinion. I well, think Baker's well, I mean, some of it is just how I feel. Some of it is just gut feeling. Like that's well, I mean, that's some to, of it. I, like, I'd recommend removing feeling from any evaluations. Well, it's not, it's not feeling. It's it's just how it's. Well, you just said feeling. You just said. Yeah, that's how you and, and no, no. What I'm saying is not. It's 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 a reaction. It's not. It's not. It's not me saying. Well, you know, I don't like Baker, so I'm not. I don't want him to succeed. It doesn't seem like me. It's, no, it, it's not that at all. I, I think that I just don't think that Baker is that good. I didn't see anything from him last year that really impressed me. Yeah, like last him. year. But what do you see in his rookie season? What do you see in his? I, sure, but Police but let's use the data that's most recent. I mean, sure, we can go back to his rookie season. Sure. Yeah, and, and also the data was skewed by the fact that he had a completely incompetent head coach uh, that's so, fair the, that's fair but he's still he's still overwhelmingly underperformed he had two he had two guys that threw it david and jokey was playing badly when he did play he, he had odell one of the best receivers in the league and he had jarvis Landry, who i would argue is one of the best both both and, number and, one and, wide and, receivers he's also in a scheme where these guys ran brutes that took three or four seconds to develop and he only had 1.5 to two seconds to throw that's fair but i look i i, I don't know I think that this is a make or break year for Baker. I don't think he's going to hold, you know, hold water. I disagree strongly. You don't think this is a make or break year for him? Oh, no, I think it's a make or break year. I think you said, I don't think he's going to hold. I think he's well, going to concede. That's, that's my hot take of the day, I guess. I, I, that's I, not a hot take. A lot of people think that, but a lot of people are also uneducated. A lot of people are wrong. Not. A lot of people are wrong, too. Um, but, you know, I'm going to stick the, with the majority on this one. But, hey, you know what? I, I want Baker to succeed. But this season, like I think you don't like Baker as a person. So now you think I'm Baker fine with Baker as a person. I just think that that I don't think he will succeed because the Steelers are going to be better, the Bengals are going to be better, and the Ravens are going to be. The Bengals better. are still a pretty pretty bad secondary. The, they're gonna, but they're going to be better than they were last year. Okay, but and, like the offense, he's not he's not playing. I don't know if they're going to win. I, I look, I don't know if they're going to win. A, I don't know if the Bengals are going to win a game, but it will be much much more difficult than it was last season. But unfortunately, Benny, is all the time we have today. It went by quick, but I mean, we, I feel like we could keep talking about Baker for a little bit longer. But I want to make a whole podcast on Baker, Michael Beast. I think you're so wrong about him. All right. I cannot stand these people. Well, thank you, Benny, for coming on again. Thank you to my listeners for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Um, and you'll hear me in the next one.